All right. This is the No Apology Podcast, episode 29, I believe. I'm your host, Shaquille. To the left of me, I have my co-host, Chris. Mike check, one, two, one, two. My brother. What's up, my boy? What's going on with you? How, how was your uh, How was your Thanksgiving, man? Thanksgiving was good, man. Uh, definitely good vibes, good eats. That's one thing, something that I was definitely thankful for. Definitely get a nice home-cooked meal. No, I was been. Right. Yeah, that... I think the holidays definitely been different. I feel like everything this year always reverts back to the COVID. <laughs> like, COVID chronicles, bro. It's just it's like it's so different with everything going on. You can't even really like enjoy yourself. Some people was taking that risk and, t- and catching flights though. I catching did, flights. Yeah, Damn. I did see people catching flights here and there. I think a mayor somewhere that was like preaching like the re- the uh, new restrictions. Uh-huh. He had told the the, the people. Like not to really travel and all that, but then he got caught traveling. <laughs> yeah. So it was also like, bro, come on now, you can't be telling the people one thing and you doing the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Thanksgiving food. What's like the 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 main thing that you, I guess, would say that you anticipating on eating on Thanksgiving? Ooh, um. Dang, that's a good question. <laughs> Cause I feel I, like everybody be like, everybody got their go-to. Yeah. Um, I normally like the jollof rice, and that's for Ooh. all my African people. Needs that on my plate. Hey, Thanksgiving. You talking traditional type time? <laughs> Hell yeah, need need that on my plate <laughs> with some fried chicken, of course. Like, oh, damn. Uh, but uh, I'm not really a turkey guy myself, but I fuck with some glazed ham. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably what most I look forward to. Um. I think I'm a Mac guy. I think I'm a, I'm a Mac and cheese Mac with guy. The cheese? Yeah, I think <laughs> Mac and cheese, you know, tells tells you a lot about what the rest of the food is going to be like in in my opinion, you know, if the, if the Mac and cheese ain't right, nothing nothing going to be right at, at that point. But um yeah, That's I how saw my brother is though on some shit. Like he he, he a Mac and Mac and cheese enthusiast like <laughs> Mac and cheese 3. Slap that shit on his plate all crazy. <laughs> Like he need that. <laughs> if they ain't got nothing, they had to have mac and cheese. Nah, for sure. I saw people, you know, the the traditional uh, IG posts. Some people uh, just don't need to be posting their plates on <laughs> IG because I'd be looking like the fuck. <laughs> so are you the type of nigga to post their plate though? Because I ain't see you post your plate. I didn't post my plate. Nah, I, I, I don't right. be the type to post my plate. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't knock nobody for posting. Yeah, plate. Nah, if it looks good though, like you feel me. I just don't knock. I, I wouldn't. Post it because I just feel like I'm posting the same shit everybody else eating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you going to really... see some collard greens on that plate? Yeah. You going to see some mac and cheese on that plate? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody know what it tastes like. They just judging it off the look. It could make it look good, but tastes nasty. You feel <laughs> For me? real. Though. People, people, uh, posting these perfect looking plates. <laughs> they taste like trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you can't you can't trust everybody cooking, bro. Hell no, <laughs> nigga. What? But yeah, man, I just want to definitely give a shout out to um, anybody that that lost somebody during these uh, these times. I know the holidays, you know, definitely get weird for just people that have lost somebody during the uh, COVID. So just as we're able to, you know, celebrate with our peoples and be around our our folks, just keep in mind that everybody doesn't really have that chance this year, you know. Uh, specifically, so yeah, I think that's that's really big. That's really important. 
Um, on a side note, what, what do you what are you most thankful for? You know, th- it was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving passed already. What what are you most thankful for? Uh, most thankful would probably be just to and look why? in my, my daughter's eyes, man. Okay. Because she's just been growing and learning, and it's kind of hard because now she's about to be two years old. So Ooh. I'm setting a lot of expectations for her. Like, I want her to start knowing her colors, count, yeah. her AB, count her numbers, know her ABCs. Yeah. So, you know, it's tough as a parent. Um, But, you know, she was just around other kids, and I was just so happy to just to see her, how she interacted, and just so fucking proud, bro. Yeah, I feel <laughs> but you. That's what I was most thankful for, man. Just thinking about her future and just happy to be a dad, man. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you, bro. You really, you know what I'm saying, just doing that dad shit, you know, I, I really commend you, respect it. Um, shout out to all the dads out there handling they, they BI, so. Definitely, man. Um, Takes a real man, take care of his kids. No doubt. <laughs> and, and being a parent never expires. That's, never. you know, something that's important that. You know, people that when we grow up and our parents might forget, you know, the, the job is never done. We, you always going to be a parent once you're a parent. So that's just, you know, another uh, lesson. And But same question for you, though, man. What were you more, most thankful about, you know, this this COVID chronicle Thanksgiving? Uh, man, I think I'm just I'm thankful for all the lessons that, you know, came with this year. Um, it's been a tough year, yeah, man. Yeah, it's been, it's been a tough year. It's like news after news, you know what I'm saying? Drama after drama, problem after problem. And, yeah, I, I learned a lot of lessons this year. I learned a lot about myself. Um, learned a lot about people. You know, I think just being in this situation, I learned how to adapt more. Um, I had my... I had my, my my low points, of course, being a human, but I think the number one thing I learned was just being able to adapt and maneuver whatever the circumstances is. I think that's the most important part about being a human. You know, you could read as many books, you could like work out every day, but being able to like be ready for that change to happen and adapting to it, that's the most important part. Um, so yeah, that that's really what I'm what I'm thankful for. Yeah, man, that's deep. It's deep, but it's the reality, and like you said, man, we're, we're living through that change. So I know even for me, I've been having my low points. We have your high points throughout all this, and you're right. Learned a lot of lessons this year. Learned a lot about myself, and it was a lot of, I would say, self-thought, self-reflection, and a lot of focuses on how do you want how I want to perceive myself for future? You know what I'm saying? Right, I definitely like, a lot of thinking about how I want to go past this because, as we all know, life will never be the same again. <laughs> yeah. So we got to aspire to do things differently now. We have to. Kids are learning differently. <laughs> yeah. We kind of ain't had to go through that stage, so we had our adult stages. So we we done learned up what we need to learn up now. <laughs> for real. Yeah, but you, of course the, the the brain can also all, always grow. But you know, it's cool to know now. Uh, Going through these stages, how much you learned about yourself, bro. That's the biggest thing. And yeah, like like you said, man, it's it, the the times that we gonna have, you know, after COVID. I, this is just gonna be a time that we really never forget, man. And I think that even with even with people that that started the businesses that they started, I think this is a, a time and a moment where you do exactly what you want to do with your life. You know, is nothing holding you back. Life is 
really short, you know, from the, the couple of months that we saw what happened during the, the, the first little episode of this virus and the people that, you know, transitioned into the next life, like that just shows you how short life is and, you know, just not to take things for granted, not to take the people around you for granted. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I can say on that. What, what you what you want to get into first? We got we got our main topic, but we ain't, we don't gotta get into the main topic yet. Oh, what about the NBA? We ain't talk NBA in a minute. It's a lot of trades. S- slowly approaching, man. It's gonna be uh, one exciting year, the mm. shortest off season ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, they're they're really in for in, in for something different this year. Um, I'm not really sure how the players are going to adapt to the quick uh, turnaround of the, the next season. Um, but I'm interested on in seeing how these teams work with the, all these new trades. Like Atlanta went crazy. You know, the, the Sixers did, did a little uh, thing or two. Um, Sixers are looking real good. Yeah. yeah. they they made, to Philly, man. Yeah, they made to be a close. They need to do something with their leaders, though. You know, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and Embiid, they have to, you know, want to be winners and want to win that championship for Philly. For real. And that's where Lakers is always going to reign supreme because <laughs> <laughs> we got that king over yeah. there and, and he know how to win that ring, man. Is y'all going back? Yeah, we not, y'all, y'all talk back? about diff, uh, changes made in the offseason. We might have won the offseason. <laughs> well, the key additions we got, what, Dennis Schroeder. He was second uh, sixth man of the year. Oh, man. <laughs> Montrez Harrell, yeah, sixth man of the year. Fuck but y'all did got. get rid of a lot, though. We did, we did. Y'all got rid of, y'all get rid of uh, Cook. I think y'all got rid of, or he might be a free agent. <laughs> Mad you even mentioned Cook. <laughs> y'all got, y'all got rid of just on the bench wise and Rondo too, which was Rondo, key. yeah. Rondo, Rondo was was, was a big loss for us. Dwight Howard was another big loss. Yeah, I want to see how uh, Dwight's gonna be in Philly. I think they really got him there because he know he probably know how Embiid get hurt a lot. Yeah. So he'll, I think he'll have a big role in Philly. A lot of freedom in Philly, and I like this game when y'all had him. Like I think that was just like a nice little alley. I wanted, to I us. wanted to resign. You know what I'm saying that's, like, that's an easy pickup yeah, for Philly. Yeah, he was looking good. I'm like, ah, right, it's a nice little alley. You and the thing about Dwight, he can even play on the court with Embiid too, because Embiid yeah. can spread the floor, hit the jump shot, get out the paint a little bit. Yeah, and Dwight can kind of operate down there. So it, it was it was a good ass pickup for Philly. And Uh-oh. if Ben Simmons can can really work that that point guard role, they could do some things. I mean, when is he gonna learn how to shoot though? That, that's that's my thing. When is he gonna learn how to shoot to shoot? Like just shoot the ball. Like when is he gonna do that? That's my biggest question. And I don't see I don't got no problem with, with, with not being the best shooter, but you do have to take the shots yeah. at least. He don't even take the shots. Yeah, that's what like, fucks him up. I can't even say when is he gonna learn how to shoot because he knows how <laughs> he to don't shoot. shoot. He just <laughs> don't shoot. He got he gotta just take them shits <laughs> like fuck it, let it fly. And B to take them shits any day you tell him to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he will take them before the point guard take them. For real. For real. <laughs> I think his his thing was like, and I'm gonna always say this, like when he came into the to the I'm not even gonna say the league, probably college maybe. Even high school probably. When they was comparing him to Braun. Yeah. I think that fucked him up, bro. I, I think that really messed him up and made him think he was better than what he could be in a way. So it comes with it though for every like cause Zion had it. RJ had it. He didn't really do nothing with it. But you're right, Ben Simmons was talked about compared to as LeBron, so it was a different comparison. 
Yeah. When we talk about the drama in the NBA right now, how about you know Lamelo Ball being the the second pick, oh. and that the two Ball brothers now being yeah. you feel know I me mean? that shit that shit was ill. Yeah. Seeing him go number two like that because Levar really did that. <laughs> Yo, all right. Everybody so, thought he was a fool, bro. <laughs> Yo, speaking of them, I don't know if you seen. They did an interview. I forgot who it was, who was who it was with, but he was keeping it so one hundred. He was on like a, a a podcast maybe, but, and I I'm sorry I don't know the name of who he was talking to, but he was like he told his sons like in front like they would never find. No woman like his like his mom like I mean like their mother yeah. and he was like real direct and like not really unapolo I mean not really apologetic about what he was saying and I understood like after I like thought about it <clears throat> thought about it but he he basically was telling them like because the 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 status that they're at that the women that they get they're not going to know if they really love them or not. And they never, they may never not, they may never, they may never know if these women really want to be with them or yeah. they're after them for their money. And I'm just like, damn, like to be able to, because LeVar, he get a lot of, he get a lot of but shit. But he a realist though. Like, yeah, I, I can like, see him saying and, something like that. That's what I respect. I got to catch myself too. I, just, I didn't misquote earlier. I said, you feel me, Lametta was second pick. Oh, he was right, third, third pick. Yeah, he was third. third pick. I know what you meant though. I know what you meant. <laughs> All right, cool. But, yeah, like I, I thought when I heard, when I read that article and I actually saw him say it, it was just like commendable because a lot of people don't really give their kids the real like that. Like and for him yeah. to say that shit, and you know they gotta you know live with that, knowing that they might not never find that right woman. And it's not, I don't think in his from his perspective, it wasn't to to let them know that they're never going to find a woman, but I think it's just for them to think smarter and to just think first, like, all right, when a woman meets me, this is what she sees. She don't really see the type of man I could be or the type of man I am. Like, See them dollar signs. Yeah, they see, rich that, they see that money. So that that was heavy. Um, yeah, I mean, Zoe did have a girl, though, like before the fame in high school, the same girl that he was with in high yeah. school is the same girl he with right now. So he had a baby. His, uh, he, he had, had a baby by her, yeah. And I don't think they together no more, though. They back together they now, is, though. Yeah, right. They live together and shit. I be, it's yeah. a little updated on, on the situation a little got, bit. Yeah. But yeah, they doing my, but you're right, though. That, that's, that's different, man. They'll never be able to, to, to see if a woman really likes them for themselves or if it's just a dollar sign over your head. <laughs> for real. And that's, I think I said it last, last episode. That's why you like, you can't always think, even in that position, having money, you can't always think to splurge and do all this other stuff. You want to be with a woman that is on the same level as you, you know what I'm saying? Like, doing the same things you're doing. If you you if you if give her some bread, she'll be able to double it. Things like that. A go-getter. You know, you don't want somebody that's constantly going to take, take, take from you because that's what the relationship is going to be pretty much. So, Remember when power couples was like a thing? This happened like I don't know if it's still a thing now, but like this was a big deal recently. Like bro, everybody wanted to be a fucking power couple. All the all the relationship goals it happens from a dude buying a girl or something. Like, that's <laughs> that's the goals now. Those are goals now. Yeah, like when was the what was the last power couple? Jay Z and Beyonce. That's still what niggas is talking about. Like, though. like Jay Z and Beyonce. When you think of power couple, we not talking about like relationship goals. We talking about. Power couple, like yeah, you can't like, have a power couple with somebody that's powerless, or you know what I'm saying doesn't hold any power. You know that 
the, these relationships, I don't I don't know how you know the you the youth look at the relationships, but I think it's more from like what you could gain from this person. Yeah, it's different monetarily. Now. <laughs> like, it's like these Instagram models getting famous for, for dating rap niggas and shit. <laughs> like, that's yeah, where it's man. going. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, who's real. spending the most money on a shorty? For real, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that the season to start. I started playing 2K. I got 2K this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I started playing 2K. I ain't played 2K in years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to get that 21 now. Yeah, I got the 21. It's only right. I just started playing that again, getting the get my feet wet again. We um, not even like gamers for real, but a lot of people on that PS5 now, man. Like, yeah. It's hard to cop one because I'm still trying to grab one, but they sold out everywhere, bro. And yeah. I'm not really even a PlayStation person, but them just look good. Maybe we'll grab one. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I'm, when I saw the Xbox, because Gene got the Xbox. He got the new Xbox. Yeah, he got the new. He got the big ass box. If you ain't see it yeah. before. Yeah, and I and he the graphics. When I saw the graphics of 2K, the next gen uh, graphics, I yeah. was like, bro, I gotta have this joint. But I knew I don't play games like that, so it's yeah. like I only want to. I only want it just because of the graphics, just because of the promotion of it. It's not really because I'm gonna really use the shit. I don't, I don't know what what has gotten into me like over these. You know what I'm saying last few years, I just the game shit just don't be, and I I could be sitting in the crib all day and I won't touch the game. Like, it's just man more other shit to do besides play the game. <laughs> I think that's that's my biggest thing too. Like I, I play the game right, like the other next nigga, you feel me? But it just be too much shit to do. Like I'll see the game and be like, I could do that or I could, you feel me? Make other moves or <laughs> do something else. Like <laughs> and I saw a tweet though, somebody was like, of course it's a gamer. Obviously they were saying like. How y'all coming at uh, gamers for for playing the game all day and y'all be binge watching Netflix? Real shit though. And I'm like, but how, well, real shit, how though? Cause you don't need no focus or like, like when you playing the game, bro, you need focus. Like you gotta be attentive. Like you could really lose something if you're not paying attention to the, to the moves you're making <laughs> in the game. Like you binge watching Netflix, you could just chill. Like. It do take the same type of attention span to do it, yeah, I would say. Span, if you think about yeah. it, because if you're watching a good show on Netflix, if you're really walking around doing shit, you're missing scenes and you're not really catching the little but how many times? How many times your girl put you on a, a Netflix show and you fell asleep? Uh, yeah. You ain't care. <laughs> I ain't care. You ain't care. <laughs> I'm saying you're playing a video game, you fall asleep. You actually might not fall asleep. I don't know too many people that fall asleep playing the game. I used to like, see my brother fall asleep all the time with the uh, remote in his hand, bro. <laughs> they need the fucking... Nah, the uh, gamers be up all day. The yo. Red Bulls and shit. <laughs> yeah, <monsters>. right. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, uh, but, um... So, in, in breaking news, before we get into our, our main topic, uh, the the other young young female... That was in the the vehicle during the Meg Thee Stallion Tory Lane situation. Oh shit! <laughs> she um, recently dropped a, a a song. I don't know if it's a diss song. It might be just a real song. You know how the rappers always saying that. I think this this song. When did this drop? I think this dropped like right before Thanksgiving. I believe. I thought the the situation was done with. Then we we always getting new information, new stories. Um, so th- this originally stemmed from uh, Meg Thee Stallion's intro track on her album "Shots Fired," and on that song she kind of like 
threw a, a bar out there basically saying like anybody that, that still messes with Tory is uh getting getting a check basically paying paying them uh paying them off and that's really what stemmed this this diss record and actually before she released the diss record she came out with news saying that Meg was Meg used to uh was messing with her 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 mans and you know how they they were supposed to be best friends and all these other things we don't know if this was her boyfriend or like I don't we don't know how serious it was yeah I I don't know you know everybody's different with that like I I don't I don't know how how every person moves with that but uh I I just think just universal like if your friend talks to somebody or is messing with somebody that that person should just be off limits you know I don't I don't know how you know friends could even have this type of friction and women too because I think in women's situation it's kind of different because a lot of times guys are giving them the attention so if it goes to the point where like your friend is talking to your dude it's like she's accepting that attention whereas niggas could just just be saying something to a chick like I think is is different with with females so I I kind of get why even if it's not true even if like in general we talking about girls talking to girls that their friends dudes or whatever I I could see why that could be like a more serious issue um but for guys I think it's it's the same shit with us even if even if I break up with a girl I would find it weird if like one of my boys always talking to like a girl that I that I used to talk to mm like damn I mean I've I seen it before man it, it happens Oh, not nobody for nothing. You feel well, me? Like so, what you people see? People move talk, how they move. Talk about what you see. You ain't got name no names or nothing. Nah, but I, I, I've seen you know in the past where homeboys may have been talking to a certain somebody. You feel me? And stopped talking, and it was over. I think yeah. it's just a talking agreement. Because like you said, sometimes you feel like it's off limits. But there's yeah. some niggas out there that's looking for that that come up. You feel me? Like all right, well my boy told me she a good woman. <laughs> Let me see what up with her type shit. You feel me? Yeah. Where the other nigga, he like, all right, I'm completely done with shorty. Like, <laughs> go ahead, do your thing, bro. You feel me? Shit like that does exist. But like you said, it's, it's however you want to take it to a certain extent. But there is people out there that's looking for somebody, you feel me, that's down right now that you know they're already a good person that your boy didn't already fuck with. It's, it's people like that, bro. I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but it What you think about exist. the situation that you was talking about, though? What, like, what was your, like, I, I, um, your analysis on it, like? Um, you know me, man. Um, I looked at it from both angles, and I always look at shit from both angles. Right. From the from the bull trying to talk to the shorty, and the shorty taking in the bull. Yeah. And the way I look at it is if bull, the the bull who already had her, the young man. In case people don't understand <laughs> what Chris is saying, the young man, the young man. It's like the I'm talking. I talk. <laughs> the person who had it the first. You feel me? If he was okay, but letting his man's talk to her, then that was fine by me. No judgment whatsoever. Wait, say it again. Say that one more time. So if you was cool with okay. your man's talking to your girl after you was done talking to her, okay. that's your ex, and yeah. you moved on a bigger and better, then I, honestly, for me, from outside looking in, I don't see no judgment wrong with it. Okay. Would I personally do that shit? No. You okay. feel me? Like I said, if you already denied it, it's hands off. You feel me? Yeah. Unless it was a nigga that I ain't really fuck with like that, yeah. then that's different. You right, feel me? Because right, right. that shorty, you yeah. feel me? Fair game for me, yeah. for, for him. Especially me? Like, if we all homies and yeah. I know that you ain't really mess with shorty like that, I'm I'm not going to be like, yo, bro, do you care? Like, 
You ain't really fuck with her exactly. Like that. But if it was like a big relationship, honestly, bro, if 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 they come to an agreement where niggas is okay with you dating his ex, then I don't really care. You feel <laughs> me? Like, I don't see nothing wrong with that shit because it happens. You see people all the time, even marriages where they'll break up and start fucking with a nigga best friend. Yeah, I, that shit exists. But you know what I think though, bro. And I want to say earlier, like even from like girls' uh, point of view, sometimes like I feel like uh, females they force their boyfriend onto their friends. Like, hey, he's my boyfriend. Um, he's cool. Don't you think he's cool too? About, yeah, yeah like want to bring him around her friends, where she's introducing him as this great guy or whatever. Yeah. Make her friends want him. You yeah. feel me? Like some girl I think like that shit. Like you feel me? Even down to talking about their sex life. Yeah, real shit. Like I think that's that's a tricky thing, and I and I don't know. I think I definitely agree with what you're saying. I 100 percent agree. Um, but back to even with women, I think that's a tricky thing. You just gotta know what you can talk about and what you can't talk about with your friends. Not that they'll you know take your man, but just off you know not being judged. You know, because everybody go through they they own shit. Uh, I also have a theory too Because Thanksgiving I saw You know You know how the girls That cook Thanksgiving They want to show you Their skills and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a theory That I, I think that Those girls Are trying to like uh, What's the word Auction themselves <laughs> I think they, I think they're trying to auction Look, themselves. Be I like, cook Yo, and I clean. You know what I'm saying I could cook. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's that's a theory, just to keep the keep the vibes going, keep the energy going. I do see one joint tweet like, "Don't think I ain't cook." I just got to take a picture of that shit. <laughs> nah, that's I, I definitely think that's a theory, a strong theory that I can be proven. You know what I'm saying in the court of law, <laughs> but yeah. That that's a tricky situation with Meg and her friend. I don't. It's alleged, so we don't know if it's true or not. Uh, the the girl in the, in the song, what's her name, Kelsey? Um, Kelsey Nicole. She look alright, y'all. Just you know what I'm saying, looked at her up. <laughs> I mean, kind of built like Meg. And yeah, shit. I thought that, they, I thought they were sisters. At yeah, first. for real, right? <laughs> but she um she said, what did she say? She said that a sex tape was gonna come out. In the record, she said a sex tape was going to come out if she spoke, I guess. I'm not sure by whom specifically. She didn't really say too a much about that. A sex tape involving whom? Yeah. She, <laughs> just said, she just said that, I guess, people were using that as a threat for her to to, to keep quiet. Um, she also said that Meg can't control her emotions. Um, same shit we've been hearing, man. It's yeah, a lot but of people. Wasn't it her that was the same person, like... Giving us all that shit, like yeah, man can't control her emotions. I'm not sure if she was the first one because I know like she had Meg had like falling outs with like a couple, a people, couple people that Con- in her Con- circle, Con- and, that. It was and they a were close saying that, and they were yeah. saying the same things about her. Like when yeah. she drinks, she's like kind of wild. She doesn't like know how to handle her words and her emotions when she's drunk. And I, it was a it was a double standard too. Like when this Meg album came out because. You remember originally when Tory came out with his album, mm-hmm. people was like coming crazy at him for even making music, talking about the situation. They thought he was trying to profit off it. Exactly. So now here we go, fast forward. Meg has this song starting off the album, and I didn't really hear too many people really coming at her like you know. And I guess because she's like the alleged victim the in the victim, situation. Exactly. Yeah. But just to even put out records about it, knowing that you know. 
everybody felt the way about this guy. I just think, and even the, the, her friend putting out the record. I just think, let the, let the courts handle the shit. Like it, at this point, it's it's back and forth. You know, I mean, granted, Tory said what he said, and you know, her friend is kind of saying similar things. Basically, that she's not really being all the way honest about it. So. I mean, I I don't I don't know at this point. You know, you got people saying motherfuckers getting paid. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to think. Um, I'm all for like you know people be like express yourself, in however way you express yourself. So they're artists, um, you know, musicians, whatever you want cases is, and they're making their music. So whatever the album was about to be back before, they have to switch it up and kind of talk about currently what they're going through. So I get it. Mm-hmm. The 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 diss track from from Kelsey kind of threw me off because. I didn't even know Kelsey was a rapper and shit. Yeah, I don't so, think nobody <laughs> did. Like, so I guess when, when, when Bag dropped that shit, Shorty was like, nah, fuck that. I got to write some hottest shit. Right. <laughs> I'm going to really let niggas know what's up. Right. And I think it's important before we even, you know, I'm not trying to say this to segue into our main topic, but I think having that self-control is really important as a person because them being best friends and them like, saying all these things on records, releasing them, putting them on streaming sites. Like, I think it's important to know that nobody could be an enemy unless you make them that. Like, you don't have to give people that energy. You could let people grow and distance yourself from from those people for the time being. If they come back to, like, apologize to you or whatever, be open to that. But you don't have to fight fire with fire. That's how I see it because – they were friends, you know what I'm saying? When this girl, I, I think she, like, came out of jail or something, and they was posting pictures. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, they was, like, the best of friends. And, like, literally, like, months after over over this Tory situation, now they're not friends. You know, how many how many girls do you see talking about other girls losing their friends over niggas and dudes losing their they homies over, over girls. Like, this shit happens every day. But I, I think mean, it was more so just on the legal aspect of it. Yeah. Because remember, Shorty wasn't trying to, to talk to the police at first or even vouch for anybody, right? From what I seen. The friend. The friend, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, and nobody was. Yeah, like, exactly. Nobody was really trying to really talk. So I think that was more of a falling out because, you know, Meg probably wanted some type of support from her alleged friend, right? Yeah. So I think that's what probably caused more, not even just Megan Tory, but I think more of a legal aspect. Like, all right. Well, Kelsey's problem, she did say, not to cut you off, Kelsey did say that she was, like, more upset that she wasn't holding her down. Oh, okay, during, okay. Like, Meg wasn't holding her down during the situation. So yeah. I, I could completely understand that. Yeah, so I think that that's probably what it is, too, man. But, yeah, I wish everybody the best with the situation, man. It's just touchy. Um, yeah, I'm tired of talking about this. I just... Ready for the verdict, man. Uh, but that was a good segue, too, though, even though you weren't trying to. <laughs> yeah, I really it. wasn't trying to. <laughs> but, but self-control, my brother. Yeah, yeah. The, the main topic here that we're going to get into is, is you know, self-control. Self, self-control in, you know, in life, uh, relationships, friendships, career, goals. How, how important, you know, do we believe self-control is? Self-control is probably, you know, how, how people plan their lifestyle or go about their everyday living. Is is what are you going to let yourself do or what limit are you going to push mm-hmm. or how far you want to push those limits? Yeah. Yeah, so when I when I hear the word self-control, that means a lot about limitations and planning and things like that. 
And yeah. it, it's it's beneficial in, in everything, in relationships, friendships, your career, because it, it allows you to type of, like I was saying earlier, choose the type of person you want to be. Yeah. How, how far are you, you going to let yourself become or what type of person do you see yourself as? Yeah. Um, we talked a lot, you know, a lot last podcast about social media, you know, having self control from that or whatever your vices may be, alcohol, mm-hmm. pussy, <laughs> <laughs> liquor, you feel yeah. me, whatever those vices are, and having that control to limit yourself to do other things or to learn other things and grow off other things. So I think that's the biggest part of our self control, how how I see it. Yeah. Um when I see self-control, I, you know, immediately see the first word, which is self. So off top, I just think in order to have self-control, you know, you first got to know yourself, got to understand yourself. Um, we spend a lot of time, you know, whether it's working an eight-hour shift to then coming home, watching TV, watching the news, uh, eating, taking showers uh, on social media. That's a lot of time that consumes our day. And we spend very few hours with ourselves. You know, a lot of people don't feel comfortable being by themselves because they don't know themselves. So it's like being in a room with nobody. So that, you know, that's when I what I see when I see self-control is just relaxing and seeing the bigger picture of things. Mm. Um that's just, a good way to think about that shit, bro. Yeah, man, for real, because it's a lot of things, and that's why like I really wanted to get into like the inter, you know, the inter topics of like self control in in itself, because um, I we I think we lack it as a as a society, just mm-hmm. um, wanting to keep up with the Joneses, and you know, we we trying to keep up with society, like society is a person, mm-hmm. and. It's, it's a lot that we can use to kind of shelter that feeling of not knowing ourselves. So from, from I guess, what you want to start with? Friendships? We can start with friendships first. Yeah. Self-control and friendships. Um, us as men, I, I feel like we have to communicate a lot differently than you would communicate with a woman because... You might not always want to show your feelings or show how you really feel towards like somebody towards towards like your friends or whatever, but that's the most important thing you could do. If you around one of your boys and like something they do makes you uncomfortable or like you don't like something, you know, speak up on it. Or if something that they're doing that might help them, that should be spoken up on. If you if you could help me and improve anything that I'm doing, and I would encourage you to tell me. I wouldn't encourage you to be afraid to speak and I, I think that's more that's important too in, in being able to control our emotions and being able to take in whatever we're receiving from our friends whether it's their problems with us or their problems with their own life you know just having that you know security within within yourself to know yourself you know what I'm saying and to be able to know that this is your friend this is somebody that cares about you and respects you and not to take it to like the next extent, you know. I never, I never was the type of to a person to like want to put my hands on my friends and fight my friends, like, cause my friends, I feel like my friends would never put me in a position to do that. 
Like I, I, I respect my friends way too much to even think to want to do that. So that's self-control that I practice just alone. Like it's a lot of people that think differently than me. That's maybe because they lack self-control. I don't know. Um, but that's how I feel as far as with self-control with friends. Yeah, and you, you dropped a lot of dimes. <laughs> dropped a lot of gems too. Um, I think that the main thing that you you referred, uh, you know, a lot back to was knowing oneself, and, and that's that's the main topic of of self control, and the main aspect of it is who do you want to be? Who are you? What are you going to do in a certain situation? When God gives you lemons, <laughs> are yeah. you going to make lemonade or right. are you going to drink whiskey? Right. <laughs> like you got to yeah. kind of think and maneuver in a certain way of how you see yourself doing like it'd be certain times where throughout my life i'm like what the fuck what would chris do yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like what would what what, what what would i do yeah. like you really got to sit back and kind of ask yourself and like you brought up a good topic of you know putting putting your hands in your friends or if you and one of your homies got into an argument how far would you take it or how far would that person take it and yeah. i think that's that's a lot about knowing yourself but also knowing you know who you're dealing with whether that be uh, an aggressive person right. or a shy person because mm-hmm. of course anybody could just pounce on the shy person but yeah. are you going to bring that same energy to your aggressive friend right where right. you know what his reaction might, might be, be different, different. from yeah. a, from the calm friend yeah, you know yeah, what i mean right. so that that's self-controlling yourself too because yeah. like do you want to take it that far or do you want to get that high with that person right um so it, it's just and just being a man you know what i mean like what type of man you want to be you want to be somebody who's going to stand up for themselves or somebody who's going to just kind of let things pass and you have to know what are you what are you what are you going to let pass yeah. you know what i'm saying like what are you going to take on the chin or what are you going to stand up for and that, that takes a lot of understanding yourself and, right. and understanding what you stand for a lot um in friendships you uh you want to make your friends happy and you want to make your friends comfortable around you so like how you were saying um you know tell your friends what they're lacking that can be able to help them you know, some people don't want to hear that shit, real shit. Like, some people, if you tell them, like, what they're lacking, they might take that as, you know, shots being thrown at them or uh, you you judging them in some certain type of way. So, I mm-hmm. think it, it's it's about the approach as well, too. And That's it's about key too. It, knowing the person. Yeah. You have to know the person and know the approach that you're going to take when it, when it comes like that. But so, I, I personally can't be around people that can't take criticism, like, I, like I just said openly, like if I can do something that could better myself, I have no problem with anybody speaking on it. Like now, whether I fix it or not, that's up to me. But I'm open to hearing any criticism, and you know I don't like I don't I don't want people to be in a comfort zone. You know I don't I don't like anybody, friends, family, women. I don't like people to like be in their comfort zone i like to get people out of their comfort zones so they learn things about themselves i think that's probably the most important part of even you know if not one of the most important parts of being a human Mm -hmm. is getting out of your comfort zone getting out of that that box that you think is comfortable for you when there's you know limitless opportunities to grow so that's like you said like it's knowing who you're dealing with some people don't want to hear it you know, is that I don't want to, you know, commend that because as a friend, I think you should be 100 percent transparent with your friends. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, <clears throat> then that's not I don't I don't think that's a friend. I think that's somebody that 
just wants to satisfy your needs and wants to like kind of be a yes man you know that's that's what that's what I would categorize that I wouldn't want nobody around me to just agree with everything that I say because uh, I I would never learn from anybody if any everybody agrees with me I, I would never learn from anything or anybody around me like I learn from from people every day younger younger than me older than me man women it's no you know limits to to that it's no limits to growth you know that's you know that that main point and like you said mm-hmm. being able to take it having the right approach i feel like that's definitely important yeah and <clears throat> one thing about friendships too um and especially how we get older is cuz some friendships don't need don't need to last like you said like those yes men that's going to be around you or those people that may steer you in the wrong direction and try to you know, bring you down as well. Those people have to get left after a certain point of time. And that takes a lot of self-control too, is knowing when to step away or yeah. knowing when you have to, you know, pause from that friendship and move on to different yeah. endeavors. Like, that that's a lot of self-control too. And you learn that being an adult throughout your years. Like, all right, who really down for me, you feel me? Like, who's motivating me to do better or who's still on they same shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really doing anything for me financially or nothing you know what i'm saying like yeah. and that takes a lot of self-control too is knowing when to step away because you know when you grow up your parents will tell you like nah that friendship ain't good for you and you'll be like damn like why well, my mom's coming like that or my well, my auntie coming like that you know what i'm saying but Since now you get older you see the bigger picture like nah yeah. this this person ain't right for me you feel me i gotta step away and you reflect back on them times and you be like yeah now i see your mama was talking about and that's the yeah. same. I'm gonna be with my kids. Like, nah, stay away from sis. She ain't a good look for you, <laughs> daughter. <laughs> nah, that's that's crazy. You brought that up because my mom was telling me that back in high school. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't feel bad. You know, your friends sometimes they they gonna go, y'all gonna be on different paths. You know, and y'all gonna just go on y'all y'all separate ways. You know, that's just it's gonna it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I think she just she was telling me that just from her experience with life. So I think I, it was never something that I took for granted, and I think that's why I'm able to, like, kind of maneuver how I do with my friends. You know, I kind of know, like you said, knowing people, you know, like, knowing who, you, who you're messing with. I can, I'm can i able to know if I can tolerate being around somebody or, like, you know, telling somebody, like, yo, how you feel, how you feel about this? Or, like, what you think about this? Or, like, yo, bro, my bad. But this, like, just expressing myself on that type of level where, like, can this person understand that or not? I'm I'm able to be around people enough where I can see like, all right, yeah, I can't really mess with him like that because I I feel like if I say the wrong thing to him, he might take it the wrong way. Yeah, he might. Take I, it the I wrong ain't really way. Got, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> um, but I think it's important to also understand that it's not always a beef. Yeah. If you kind of like distance yourself from people, like this people just not on the same wave. Like people not on the same, you know timeline that you're on you might be trying to upgrade your life financially where like your friend might be trying to upgrade their life flashy like you know <laughs> posting pictures on socially the gram, you know what i'm saying and everybody battling with their own problems you know that's a problem that a lot of people deal with trying to like post pictures and keep up with that um so yeah that i just what's what's the next uh what is it? Relationships. Yeah, relationships. Ooh. Wait, hold on. Which one? It was. Another? Oh, okay. Let's do relationships. Yeah, but I say, I think we so went out of order. <laughs> so let's do relationships. So, 
Not that we sh- let's save relationships for last. Let's save it for last. Yeah, All let's right. let's talk about so self control at the career. All right. And as as young black men, you know, we aspire to be nothing but nothing shy of greatness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing shy of incredible. Right. Um. And when you choose your career path, whatever the case may be, you're gonna thrive to to be one of the best or to make you know as much money as you can with the opportunities that that that's given, right? Whether that be, you know, working to move up in the food chain, creating your own business, or, yeah. you know, creating whatever type of ventures. Right. Um, and I think self-control comes c- comes with the relationships that you build and, and how you, you treat those relationships. Employee and employee relationships. Uh, and, uh, you know, management relationships. How do you view your management staff? Things mm-hmm. like that. What are you allowing yourself to do? Where can, how far can you go as far as being late to work? Or how, how far conversation you could tell your boss fuck you and he'll still let you come back tomorrow type shit. Right. Or what type of shit your boss lets you let you get away with, you feel me? Mm-hmm. All that things matter and I think that the biggest thing with self control is your career is controlling yourself to achieve what you want to achieve though. Yeah. Like what are you trying to gain from this job, whether it be financial status or just accreditation and, and awards type shit. Yeah. Um I think it's important to even understand working nine to fives and wanting to be an entrepreneur. If, if you're not really that eager to hustle at your nine to five, when you try to transition into, you know, having your own business, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to, it's not, it's not like you're, you're going to slack on your nine to five. And then when you have your own business, you'll be able to just put, everything into it you know you got work ethic yeah. yeah it's it's work ethic you know i'm like i'm never late i'm i'm early to work every day bro like i'm early to work every day i'm trying to like do my work get out of work you know what i'm saying like <clears throat> that's just my 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 drive just to get up and grind so when it comes to um just what what i'm doing now even with podcasting like i put effort into you know, not only just talking and having conversations like this on the mic, but doing the work off the mic, you know, trying to learn more about, you know, the business aspect, trying to learn more about, you know, even how to further, you know, the 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 industry of podcasting. It's, it's a lot that goes into just wanting to do something and then having passion behind it. Like, it's, it's a big difference. And whatever you know, somebody is passionate about or what somebody, you know, might deem as, you know, a career, that's definitely something that you should take 100% serious. It's, it's like, it's kids out here that, you know, know how to do things that I don't know how to do. So that's kind of like the, I guess, the motivation that I that I give myself. Like, it's always somebody working. You know, mm-hmm. like, you always heard that in basketball. Like, it's always somebody doing or working out if you ain't working out, like, so that's kind of my mentality. Like if I'm if I'm not doing something, like I'm slacking. Like I gotta, whether I gotta be doing doing something in my in my like daily life to just improve. Like that's my goal to learn something or like figure something new out. You know, and people be saying I, I say that a lot on the podcast, and people might be thinking like, "Yo, this nigga be gas." Like, <laughs> like you don't be learning every but, day. But like every day, bro. Like I literally like. I was reading the book this morning, like just learning shit about just the mind, like. So that's 
that's where that's where I'm at with just like career. You know, you have that drive, have that passion, and know exactly what you want out of you know that life. You know, have that plan set out, and even if you don't have it all the way, don't be afraid to make mistakes in it. You know, I'm I'm this type of person now. Like even with the podcast, I didn't want to even like start doing this again without having like both the audio and the and the camera. Uh, aspect of it but like I realized how important the audio was like that's where you kind of like get that concrete fan base so that was really key to me to you know focus on one thing at a time and even like just behind the scenes editing all that stuff like I just want to focus and learn and master one aspect before I just try to throw in myself and that was a a risk that I took you know that that we took just even rebranding it like just like yo let's just do the audio thing and let's just wish for the best and we you know we still managing it continuing to put out episodes consistently and that's that's a bonus for me like i'm always like trying to be be thankful and positive about the situation because yeah it's a lot of podcasts out there but like i said from the beginning like we just gonna you know continue to bring that 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 energy and be consistent you know have a have a real passion behind it and not just you know do it just to do it because you can always tell when you know i guess i wouldn't say that people aren't passionate about something but like you could tell when people just say they want to do something and then the people that really do it Mm -hmm. that that stands out so just being smart with the the moves you even make picking the the careers that you want to do and doing something that you actually love to do so it never feels like work i think dame dash said that like picking some picking careers and like doing things that you really love to do because when you when you do it, it don't it'll never feel like work to you. It'll always feel like fun. That's the biggest thing you said though, man, is that passion and uh being passionate about what you do. Um somebody once asked me, uh, you think going to the gym, you know, made you mentally made you mentally stronger in life. Mm-hmm. And it it was a good question cuz I think it, it, it does, and not even just going to the gym, but playing sports in general and, and having that that sense of competition and that, that sense of passion of being wanting to be the best or wanting to achieve certain goals, such as a championship or, you know, playoffs or whatever the case may be, that, that grind, that push, that work ethic, that work nobody else sees. Like, even what you said with the podcast, you do a lot of, you know, behind-the-scenes work, mm-hmm. but all everybody hears is just the audio when the ep- when episode is released. It's, yeah. it's a lot more that, you know, goes into it. So just having that passion to wanting to do these things is what's really going to be that, that, that big push. Right. In, in whatever career path somebody somebody chooses, right. Um you know, us as as young men, I think I'm still finding myself and finding what's what's going to be that million dollar ticket. Right. So we're we're going to continue to to you know uh, experiment this, experiment that. You know, move how we're going to move just until we find the right ingredients. But I think, like you said, passion is where it starts at. What do you want to put your all into, or what do you want to put? That effort where nobody sees it, <laughs> them shots you was putting up in the gym. Right. Where are you going to put that at? And that's where it starts, bro. Right. And the I think a lot of people may be starting podcasts to be trendy. But, you know, even when those podcasts are gone and, you know, the, I guess you would say that the Soldier Boy podcast, <laughs> like, the One Hit Wonders or whatever, 
we still gonna be here. Yeah, no apologies. Still gonna have his relevance. We still, we still gonna be here. We still gonna be relevant, and that's to speak behind the passion. Like you know, it goes back to passion. Now those big, the, big things, big things. Yeah, that's that was a that was a, a I guess a curveball into like the real <laughs> home run of self control. Ah, the, <laughs> oh man, ooh, the biggest control you need, man. <laughs> Yeah, self control and relationships, man. Oh man, where where do we start, bro? I don't know. It's, it's a tough subject, <laughs> <laughs> and of course we gonna speak from a male perspective. So you females, yeah, <laughs> just listen with open mind. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even say a male perspective. I could say just from a from a perspective of being in relationship. Being in relationship, correct? Yeah, you're right. Um, I think you know self control first starts off um in relationships being able to have that mentality of you know i'm gonna do me and you gonna do you not in the sense of like i don't i don't love you i don't care about you but like i'm gonna you know do what i do to like grow as a person and i'm and you're gonna do the same and i'm not gonna come in between that growth now people that are like kind of controlling they might have a problem with that time frame that you might grow or change so i think that the more that we focus on changing ourselves the less that we have that energy on trying to change everybody else around us everybody mm. that we're with if that if that makes sense i think that's a lot of you know relationships go through that that phase and um nah, that's real shit bro I, think one thing that you says is just knowing the person that you're dealing with yeah because at the end of the day we're, we're individuals and the reason you even pick your significant other is is the type of person that they are yeah. because they have that uniqueness to them that makes them separate from everybody else mm-hmm. that's what drawing you to, to that person so once you know the person you're dealing with then you can kind of hopefully <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> figure figure them out to a certain <laughs> sense where y- y'all communication is good. You feel me? I think, man, self control with the communication, man. I, I think that's. Oof, I think we might have touched on it the last episode a little bit, but just yeah. Oh man, I I think I I don't know who has to like learn how to control their you know anger more, or, or control their emotions more. Cause I think like it's more acceptable for like women to just be emotional but I and think we just take it <laughs> yeah i think i think when we're emotional i think it's just looked at as like yo chill out like you wilding, bitching, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he bitching, he bitching. Like, <laughs> like we don't have feelings like, as well. we can't say nothing <laughs> so i think you know for sure you know i guess us as men you know i think that's just being able to control ourselves with um that communication and just knowing knowing i can't even talk like i'm like i'm an expert at this shit because this shit is just i think we all learning that shit being young like that communication shit is is, is ill yo like I, I don't know what i couldn't i couldn't really say like what it is on a generational aspect i'm not i'm not sure if it's you know because of how a lot of us grew up i, I think that could probably be a thing but you know, I just think we're uh, in a sensitive point in time where, like, 
you know, a lot of people don't really want to hear certain shit mm. <laughs> from anybody, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who the fuck is you? Yeah, <laughs> like, so it's, it's, that that's tough, man. That's, that's tough. The approach has to be on the money when it comes to, you know, just that, that control level and having that coof to be able to know what you're going to say and properly communicate it. Um, I think it's different now, you know, nowadays, even to, to start a relationship, it's kind of more riskier than back in the day. Yeah. I I would say so. Um, just with the social media and different ways of communicating, like you might text your girl, then you might see her on Instagram and like a picture and comment under it. So it's just multiple ways to communicate with your partner (laughs) nowadays. And, and dudes is just chasing girls that's chasing likes and retweets. So Mm -hmm. it's not even, you know, there's a lot of people that's attention seeking, you know, while in relationships. So that's kind of, you know, another level of self-control being able to be content with the attention that you receive from your significant other. That's that's a big one. (laughs) That's tough with social media because at at any point, like I, I remember being a young boy, like if, if, if my, if a girl that I liked or something didn't answer the phone or didn't text me back, I could easily talk to somebody on social media, like just to Mm -hmm. cure that little feeling or whatever. So that's just to feel wanted for a few minutes. So that's kind of like, something that we have to um be able to deal with just not have and it's hard with social media having that just that wide variety of people that you could just interact with um yeah that's that's self-control with that and i get not to really go from topic to topic with the relationships part but i think that self-control with the sex bro I think that's probably like that's something I'm still learning. <laughs> you feel me? Because I, I grew up <laughs> with with the mentalities. <laughs> you feel me? And I did have some spoiled relationships in the yeah. past where it, p- pussy should be given to you every day <laughs> when you want it. But once you want a real relationship, a real life relationship, it may not always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it takes a lot of self control. It, it does, and I think that's. One thing that kind of attracted me to the woman I have today is yeah. her self-control and making yeah. me wait. And I think you said this at a podcast yeah. before where you could never date a girl if she gave you the pussy the first night. <laughs> I could, but it, I, it's something about that I wouldn't chase, say I though. couldn't, but like it, it would depend on the, the vibe after. Like yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I, I never would, but... But does it depend on the vibe afterwards or does, does it depend on the sex? Cause what if it was nah, just some bomb ass sex though? Like you. It were depends j- on how we moving after that first night. Like okay. if we continue to just have sex every other day like yeah. that, then I'ma just take it as that. Okay. Like we ain't trying to move to no other steps mentally. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think oh man. Now Twitter has a has a dark side, right? <laughs> Twitter has this side. You know, you had the people that's talking the intellectual shit. You know, people that's promoting their businesses. People that's you know doing whatever. But then you have that erotic, you know what I'm saying, side of Twitter that is just sex, 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 sex. It, well, when it comes out, you're not even like, like amazed to it. Like, but like talking shit, girl. But even if you <laughs> even if you like even if you like trying to like control yourself and cool, like yeah. you can be trying to control yourself, but as soon as you go on social media, like on Twitter uh specifically, like you're gonna at least see 
one or two people having sex on Twitter, bro. Like, <laughs> I promise you, like, if you follow the right people, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of nasty, up. it's a lot of nasty, freaky people out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I think you know it's key to understand us as men because like that, the sex industry and the porn industry, like that shit is like a million billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. and sometimes I pay attention because I, I like to just get. And I'm, this is not me being funny because this is kind of weird for me to say, but I really like try to pay attention to see like what exactly are these girls trying to get from like these guys, even like when they, <laughs> when they promoting it, like yeah. like they know exactly what to say. It's kind of like strippers, like when yeah. strippers in the club, like they saying everything you want to hear type shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that that level of self control, being able to not be that naive and vulnerable to where somebody can make you literally spend money. Cause it's people that's like in relationships, still spending on, money on OnlyFans. Fans, you know what I'm saying, so I and I and I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and blame. You know what I'm saying, women that do that because th- this goes back to self control. Like you gotta have that control to be able to be like, nah, I'm good off that. Like I'm, I'm good off this. I'm good off that. And yeah, that shit is not easy, bro. It, it's, it's it's definitely not easy. But I think it's just important to put other perspectives into your life. You know do other things besides, you know, if, if if social media is the thing that always triggers you to think about certain things that, that may lack self-control in, mm-hmm. in your relationship, try to implement other things. I mean, go for walks, you know what I'm saying? Just see nature. I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, nah, nah. Social media is probably the biggest trigger. It's like you can't be on social media. Probably less. Th- it depends on your followers. Yeah. But if you following the right people yeah. within one minute of scrolling through your timeline, you'd already seen some ass shaking. Right. <laughs> you'd already seen the uh, Instagram model or a video with a, with a vixen or something. And I would love to naked. see. I would love to ask women like, what do they think men think about when they see them shaking their ass? <laughs> like, what do you like? What do you think that? Because I, you know, when women be like, yo, like niggas is DMing me, like n- yeah. these girls, they be. <laughs> Posting videos of shaking their ass. Like a nigga like, not going like to DM you. Like a nigga try to fuck. Like, he try to fuck. Like, is he wrong for that? Yeah. Like, that's really a common. A nigga can never be wrong if you invited him into your yeah, DMs. Yeah. Like. You, like, that could be posted, like, nowhere. Like, you could have that for your personal. Personal. You know what I'm saying? So, you sending niggas videos yeah, or whatever, whatever you like, do. Yeah. So, I think that's, and this still goes back to us. You know what I'm saying? With the self-control. Like, yeah. that. It's oh, the attention man. seekers, too, though, yeah. I think. The girls that that want the attention, you know what I mean? I ain't knocking it. I mean, not a lot twerking of, and all that. Do do what you gotta do. But not me? a lot of girls will admit that that's that's what, what they're doing it for. And that and that may be something that they. Why want. else could they do it, bro? It's the only I reason, bro. I don't know, bro. Like you'd be surprised the type of women you run into. They just be like, "Oh no, I'm just being myself. What? I don't, I don't <laughs> really, I don't really care about you know." If any you was of these being yourself, that video would only been for yourself. But I don't when know. You, once you post the social media. You want people to see, and you yeah. want to see what people' reaction to it is going to be. If they going to like it, if they not going to like it, if they don't like it, if you post a twerking video and you don't get no likes, and 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 in fucking an hour, where you going to take that shit down? Facts. You ain't going to keep it up Facts. there just because you you happy with yourself. <laughs> nah, the girls know, bro. They they know like if they try and get some quick attention, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Show a little cleavage, shake some ass a little bit, and that's. I mean, shit, if it's that easy for us to turn into a hose, I mean, so be it. I guess we got to be hoes then at that <laughs> point. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely believe that, you know, just having that that self-control in, in your, you know, 
relationship with within like your sex life i think that's definitely important just being young bro like cause it's a lot of relationships that you may not know if this is somebody that you are meant to be with but if you simply take sex off the table you kind of get to see things from another lens yeah is the relationship still there even with, without the sex and yeah because that's really what it comes down to is is not having you know if y'all ain't having sex, can y'all still have a conversation? Can yeah. y'all still talk about other things? Yeah, and that's that's important. That's that's really key because um, it's a lot of emotions that go into sex. I talked about it on that one <laughs> podcast episode. You got like, real, yeah. It's a lot of emotions that goes into it, and you can ignore a lot of red flags from people just strictly on sex. And the sex could be bad, but it's just the act of of sex itself that could just have those those triggered emotions where you just don't really see a person for who they really are and that goes for men and women you know there's a lot of men that that use sex to kind of like cover who they are and their toxicity and there's women that do the same thing Mm -hmm. so i think is you know go a couple go a couple weeks without it you know test yourself see see how much you could you know maintain how much you could like kind of involve yourself into your relationship outside of that in my opinion nah that, that's, that's that's strong bro <laughs> and we 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 know we had our outside conversations yeah. you know having our bro talk and everything yeah. and it, it's been a very important aspect and i think in anybody's relationship is the sex yeah um once you learn to i can't say live without it but not expect it every damn day i, right. I think the relationship does get a lot smoother um we had an episode last time where we were talking about, you know, women's views as far as sex being a chore and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And if it's be- becoming a chore, then you maybe may, may not have the right partner. <laughs> or right. maybe the importance of sex may not be as important it is to her as it is to you. And I think a lot of times that's where it comes down to. <laughs> and let's not get it confused. It's girls out here that's that's trying to fuck. It's, it's dudes out here that's trying to fuck. Pause. Like... Everybody's trying to have sex. I, I just don't, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, that that shouldn't be, you know, looked at as somebody, you know, not being, I guess, a, a, a good person, I guess, because they enjoy sex or not being a good person because they don't really enjoy sex like that. I think it's just yeah. more about the connection. Uh-huh. Being, a, like you said, like understanding who you with because... <laughs> I'm sure we could we could say our, ourselves as men. You know what I'm saying we we want that. You know what I mean, we, uh, we yeah. trying. I ain't never trying to be that guy to be like first first date. You know what I'm saying like, yeah, I'm not really that type of person. <laughs> that really wants to have sex like that. I really like to just read a lot and you know just do other things. But so I would never come like that ever in life. But adding that self control factor could you know, even potentially make your sex life better. You never know. I think I think you do learn a lot from the whole sexual experience, like yeah. dealing with a, with a person. And from a guy point of view, this the the way I got the, the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did I how did I get here, bro? From a Sometimes young boy, don't think about it. <laughs> from a young boy having sex to an adult now, like yeah. you look at sex completely you different. Do. You look like, at it way different. Like, completely different, bro. How did like, she even let me get? How did yeah, I get here? Like <laughs> as a young boy, like you just don't you don't even care yeah, how she feels. Yeah, like, you don't care. As an adult, like you really trying to like experience a woman. You feel me completely? Like trying mm-hmm. to see what she like, what she don't like, all that. Um, 
yeah, bro. I I, I really the self control in a relationship is important, and if you lack self control as a as a person, you know, when you get in a relationship, it may help kind of, but like it's it's one of them situations where you can't really help anybody until you help yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't really try to like gain more self control in your relationship if you don't have it outside of your relationship. You gotta build that relationship with yourself first. So it's then easier for you to then have that with your partner. And I don't know. I'd be I'd probably be sounding like Dr. Phil on this shit a couple <laughs> times. But this shit all from experience. Don't Talk don't get shit, it yeah. don't get it fucked up. Like this shit is from experience. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here, you know, trying to sound like I got it all together. Look, we're not experts. We yeah. just we just sharing our expertise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's it. That's a fact. Based off of experience, man. Like you gotta you gotta make mistakes to to, you know, learn lessons you ain't never gonna learn nothing if you don't make a mistake and being afraid to make a mistake is just pointless to me like that's 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 art within itself you know imperfection um i always let a quote you know experience is your best teacher that's I a fact learned a lot off just the, the uh, you're the type of person you are just based off the experiences that we go through in life and just learning all these things right. <sighs> yeah man <it's, laughs> It's been a good episode, though. This was, this was flowing, bro. I, I fucked with this, man. I think I got, you know, the next episode a little queued up ahead of time. I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm going to see how the, how the rest of the uh, weekend goes. I might have that the next episode topics ready. Okay, okay. Definitely um, looking forward to that. Yeah, this this was a another good one. Real flowing, man. Appreciate, you know, everybody listening, uh, everybody that's that's continuing to listen. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving, enjoying, you know, the rest of their year. Uh, and don't don't forget to just try to learn new things on the way of this new journey with this coronavirus. You know, keep your mind moving. Try not to do the same thing every day. Uh, things of that nature. Yeah, that's all I really got to say. Hey, just appreciate all y'all listening. Continue to support the No Apology podcast. It's been a pleasure. See y'all next week.